Welcome to the Lion's Nest Podcast. I'm Peggy, and I'm just a mom making it through motherhood one step at a time. Some days our kids are amazingly beautiful, and some days they kind of suck. But I want you to know you're not alone. I'm going through it too. So please join me. Because to be honest, I have no idea what I'm doing. Hello. Welcome back to the Lion's Nest Podcast. All things motherhood and personhood. (laughs) Lifehood. Those are words, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, hi, how are you? How's life? I hope it's good. You know, that's honestly and truly what I hope for you. I hope that life is going good for you. If it's not, this shall pass. I feel like sometimes when I was going through a hard time, it would have been super nice to hear that. So, whether you're going through a great time, not so great time, just a middle of the road, like, eh, sort of time, um, you know, it's okay, all of it. And if it's not so good right now, it'll get better. It does. It always does. Um, But today, I thought I'd do something a little different. Um, Some of you may know this. Some of you may not. And I think I have talked about this once before. But um, I used to run another podcast with my cousin. And we used to do this thing where we would grab car. Like the, it was, I think it's supposed to be like a game in some way or just like an icebreaker almost um but they would have like questions on these cards and we would choose one and we would kind of like talk about it and uh, I pulled one out a long time ago that I was kind of like oh this would be so good for like one day when I do my mother podcast and so um I thought I'd do it today you know like why not and so And I thought that'd be fun because then maybe it'll encourage you to answer it because I really want to know your answers. Because I think everybody would have a different answer to this. And in having a child, this I think already I can like, I want to, I mean, it applies to her, her too, you know, and to your immediate children. So the question of the day is... What quality of yours do you hope your grandchildren inherit? So, in this case, though, I would like it to be children. So, I'll change the card a tiny bit. So, like, what quality of yours do you hope your children inherit? And um, I I actually have thought about <laughs> this Um even before, like, I, I read this card, but sometimes, you know, like, when I'm cleaning or whatever, um, I feel like I'm always cleaning the kitchen. 
you don't even have to be a, a wife or a mother or anything. And I just feel like the kitchen is somewhere where like I, there has to be a statistic out there, like, right. Of like how much time we spend cleaning the kitchen, because it's one of those things, like, unless you live off of like paper plates or whatever, like maybe in plastic silverware, maybe you spend less time in the kitchen unless, or you eat out a lot. But in general, I still think the kitchen is just a place that always gets dirty. And so you can, everybody is cleaning it all the time. Like people, we must spend out of all the rooms in our house besides our bedroom where you sleep and you have to like spend anywhere from like six to eight hours. The kitchen has got to be the second most spent time room. Right. Um, <laughs> anyways, cause I write like kitchens, like close to the dining room you eat there anyways so <laughs> um but I have thought about this a lot like while like I've cooked or cleaned or whatever um just the idea that like what I want to pass on to Sawyer and then her next generation if she chooses to bring children into this world and far into the future um something I find important and like I one like which I know she already has and I talked about this on my episode with my mom the idea that like we're we're strong women right like that's that's a quality that I love and I admire and and I know that gets passed on but like what's super important to me is hard work the idea that like to not shy away from hard work or the idea that you work hard for the things you have and and then you enjoy them, right? So I like I hope that like one day I guess like when Sawyer is talking to her future spouse or whatever somebody and if they ever ask like what's something about your mother that you admire, you know, I oh like I'd love for her to say like my mom worked hard and she never gave up you know, and, and not so where it's like, oh, she worked hard and she never had time for us, but just the idea that I show her that, that you work hard, you know, like I work hard at everything I do, whether it is like, you know, figuring out the meal plan for the week or cooking dinner or at my actual job or my side hustles that I have, or, you know, just these things where, a good work ethic and working hard, I think is super important. And, and I don't think that everybody necessarily has that, you know, I mean, I love my lazy days as we know, (laughs) but I also don't shy away from hard work and when something takes time or when something you have to wait for, you know, patience and, and holding your ground and knowing that what you're doing is right, you know? And so maybe it's like a bunch of things I wanted to pass down, but the whole idea of like a good work ethic, and I do think I got my parents work very hard and they always did growing up. Like my mom was a working mom, you know, as we talked about, and my dad worked a very manual labor job and, I feel like seeing those things like made me have a good work ethic. Like at 16, I got a job right away. I was so excited. I've never not wanted to work. And I actually remember when I was 16 
telling one of my friends at volleyball, I was like, I can't wait to live on my own and work multiple jobs and worry about bills and hustle. Like, what a silly thing to say, like, thinking about it now, right? I was kind of like, what the heck? But, like, I've, I've just always wanted to work hard or, you know, like, put effort into things, I guess, is more or less kind of, like, what I mean by that. Like, I mean by, like, I want there always to be this instinct inside they pass down that they work hard and they, they go for it, you know, like you go for it, whether it's something ridiculous or crazy or whatever it is, but like you work hard at it, you know, at anything that you choose to do. And I hope it's something that Sawyer sees in me that she sees that I do work hard. And I mean, a lot of times as kids, right? Like you're, you're not always paying attention to like what your parents are doing or the sacrifices they're making or the long hours or, you know, like the giving more to you than you give to themselves, than they give to themselves. They don't always see that. Definitely. I mean, like, I don't think I saw it as a young kid looking at my parents. It wasn't until I was older and like, I did realize like how much work and effort they put in to give me the life that I had. And and I appreciate them for it now. And I like, I feel like once that clicked for me, all I wanted to do was tell my parents how much I appreciated them. And I remember saying I was doing my mom's coworker's hair one time. And I think I like, I said to her, I just hope my mom knows how much I appreciate her. And she was like, she does. But it doesn't feel like enough. <laughs> you know, like how can you tell your parents enough how much you appreciate them right so I hope that one day that'll happen for my kids and for their grandkids for them you know their children for them and just the idea that like passing that along to know that you work hard and and I think too that comes with like not just like having a clear mind because you don't have to have a clear mind to like work hard. Like I read something the other day that said like, like you don't have to be 100% sure. Like you can be 51% sure. I saw it on Instagram somewhere. I swear that's where I see all of my inspiration. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the idea where it's like 51% is actually a rule. That's majority of knowing that you're, you want to commit to something, right? So make the decision and go for it. And like, be happy with that and then get to 100% sure as you keep going. But I mean, 51% is majority sure, you know? So the idea of like having that confidence to go for it and work hard and keep going. And then you can change your mind halfway through, but work hard at the new thing you change your mind to do. I think like I'm always... I feel like I have a lot of ideas sometimes and I'll like tell Luis and, but once I commit to something, like I'm all in, like I'm all in, I go for it and I hope <laughs> that it works out and I want to pass that on. I want to pass that, go for it, work hard, trust your gut attitude.
and my sunny disposition on life, I would also <laughs> like to pass on. I mean, I guess it's like you don't have to, didn't say one quality, right? Just said what quality, but it could be qualities, right? I would say that I tend to be optimistic too. I'm a definitely glass half full kind of girl. Um, and I'd love to pass that on because I do think that's helped me in a lot of scenarios too, because being a glass half full kind of girl, girl in general can help make those decisions easier, right? When you see the brighter side, when you see the positivity instead of the scary part of the negativity, like it gives you the confidence and that gut to keep going and to keep making things better and to keep going for it. See, so it all wraps into one. I didn't even know that till just right now. <laughs> but I think that would be a nice quality to give on, to pass on. I know that Sawyer is confident or ready. I can see that in who she is. The strong woman that carries through my family is being passed on to her. And that is definitely an honor. I think that the women in my family are headstrong. And I like that. And I like that we've passed that on. And I know Sawyer will too. And like the other qualities that I have, I'm sure, come from my family in some way, you know, combination of all of it. It'll be interesting to see if she has that gut feeling, you know. I'm actually trying to think now if when I was younger. I mean, so I know I was, so I'm a cautious person when it comes to adventure, I'd say. Like, um, I was like, you know, I kind of have a fear of heights or I didn't like rock climbing when I was younger or, um, I don't know, I remember being at summer camp and some kid like scaring me about like some crazy person in the woods who's going to come capture me or like, you know, things like that. I was very nervous and scared and like, um, I wasn't like, yeah, like a person just to go cliff jumping. Like I was like, mm, I'll just wait on the sideline, <laughs> you know? Um, but when it came to like decisions about certain things, I followed through when I trusted my gut. Definitely. And I always tried really hard. I actually was, um, when I was a freshman in high school, I randomly got placed into, as an elective for a class, I got placed into JROTC, which I don't know if anyone's high school had this, but it's basically like a military class, right? Like they, once a week, dressed up in uniforms, we marched and did physical training and there's all these extracurriculars you could do with it. And when I was a freshman, I got into that class and I remember thinking like, no way, this is not for me. Like, uh-uh, like they're going to have me do push-ups, like get out of here. I'm going to transfer out of this class as soon as I can. And then, um, on the first day <laughs> in that class, we did this like teamwork building, uh, 
um, drill, I guess. And, um, it was, it was something I remember doing in elementary school, which was weird, but it, it was kind of like, I don't know, something in it clicked where I was like, oh, this is cool. Like that, this is something I think I might like. And I will say it was the best decision ever to stay in that class because it taught me so much, so many good life skills. Like I, I almost joined the military later in life and I like, I'm almost surprised that I didn't, but the, the class taught me so much about myself and like being a leader and how to, I don't like defend myself and be confident in myself, all of these things I never thought. And when I was a senior, um, a bunch of the my friends in there said, they were like, I can't believe you stayed. You did not seem like somebody who was going to do this. And I was a completely different person when I graduated high school from when I was a freshman, which I would say that most people are, but that class I think helped to shape me. And so they had this, um, extracurricular you could do, do for it. And it was called drill team. And we had to be at the school, like, School probably start, started at 7.20, and I think I had to be there at 5.30 a.m. I think it was very, very early. And we, the drill team for the girls, we were called the unarmed drill team and the girls, and we were an all-female group. It was pretty cool. Um, and I actually don't know why they had it that way. I actually wonder if it's still that way. At the time, it was very cool because when you were in competition, you – we're all dressed in dress blues and we all wore heels. So the sound was really cool. Um, but anyways, and so the class, like, so we, we would Monday through Friday, I'd be at the school crazy early. We would learn these routines and these drills. And we had like a commander who like marched us around. So we had something where it was, um, a drill card where we had to do specific moves and then we had an exhibition where like we like made up this routine but it was still in like a military style yeah it's so interesting thinking about it and so um but I have no rhythm (laughs) we have to remember this I don't I'm sure I've talked about this but I have no rhythm and I I was not very good It was not very good, but I showed up every day and I tried so hard, but I was always like a half a beat off, right? Like I just, for some reason, couldn't get it together to do it. And the like teacher who was like also like our coach or whatever, who ran the class during like the the normal school hours, but then he also was like the coach of this, not the commander, but the coach who like helped the commander, but he brought me aside and he's like, I'm sorry, but you can't compete. You can't, like, you're not good enough. And I remember being devastated, like, devastated. I was like, no way, no way. And a couple of the girls who were seniors who, like, befriended me, they couldn't believe it. It's like, are you serious? Like, she works. Like, I was there every single day. I was working so hard. And they were so upset. They're like, no way. Like, she needs, she needs to be able to do it. And he was just like, no, like, she's, she's not good enough. She's not gonna be able to do it. And I was like, it's fine. It's okay. Like I was upset. I, I'm sure I cried. I was like, it's fine. Like I had other things to do in the, in the competition for that weekend. I was like, I'll, I'll go to the next one and I'll be a part of it. And I did. 
And so I didn't participate in that first one. Um, but it didn't stop me. Like I was so determined. And by the time I became a senior, I became the commander of the team. So I ran those girls. I commanded them. I made up their routine. And at my very first competition, we became the first in this history of the school of having that unarmed drill team competing. We won the first first place ever. And I won first place as commander. And it makes me want to cry because I worked so hard for that. So hard. And it was like validation that like I could have given up after when I was a freshman and I could have said, you know what? I have no rhythm. I'm never going to be good. I'm never going to get better. But I didn't. And I worked super, super hard. And I think we ended up winning, I think, like two or three more first place. is crazy. We couldn't believe it. We screamed. I can, like, still vividly remember that competition. Because normally what happens is, like, they give out awards at the end and because everything is like judged and graded and like you go through an inspection where like we line the girls up and and they you have to like study all of this like marine because we were a marine corps school so like you study all this marine corps history and you um like you have to know things about your uniform and the history of marines and general facts like about the government (laughs) and things like that and then like your hair has to be perfectly bunned and hairsprayed and can't have any runs in your pantyhose and you have to be loud and do the perfect like salute and um sometimes they're crazy hard on the commanders you know and it was just like, I was so nervous. And I, sometimes when I'm nervous, I can be like, I think I was kind of like, not snotty, but like uh short, right? Like where you just like give a short answer. And my best friend was my, um, oh my God, now I can't remember what it's called. Guide, where she would hold this flag for us, right? And so she sat everybody down, our team, and she was like, girls, be prepared. Peggy might be kind of short. She probably might be mean, but like, let's give her a break. She's going to be nervous. You know, she like warned everybody, like, let's just like, keep it cool. And the whole day I was just quiet. I was quiet and I was focused. I didn't have much to say. And I remember like L'Oreal, my best friend being like, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah. And we made it through, and at the very end when they're giving out awards, so normally they call, like, up the top, I think it's, like, six, five or six teams who made it to, like, get awards. I think it's five. Like, there must be, like, one through five or something. And this school didn't do that. Like, they just announced each, like, each person's place. So, like, in fifth place was blah, 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 high school, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so instead of, like, being up there and waiting, like, knowing at least you placed – You had no idea. So they called four schools. And I remember just looking at my friends. And I was like, oh, my God. We didn't place. Like, no way. They're not going to call our name. And then they did. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe I had to keep my cool. Like, I wanted to run so bad. And I just, like, marched my happy ass up there. (laughs) And I, like, accepted that award. 
And we screamed. It was insane. We just couldn't believe it was the first time we'd ever gotten to first place. So, I mean, like, hard work pays off. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I want to pass that on. I want to pass that determination to keep going to say, like, you know, like they always say, like, people are going to tell you that you can't do something. Prove them wrong. Like, go do it anyway. You know, I'm passing that on. That is something that is going to go to Sawyer and to her future children and to their children or whoever. Even if Sawyer decides for some reason not to have children one day, you know, she's going to pass it on to someone else. Like, you know, like there's always ways to pass that on. And we can't. And I'm, that's it. God, I forgot. <laughs> um... That's what I'm talking about, you know, like what qualities do you guys have that you want your children or your friends' children or your nieces and nephews or just your spouse, you know, like people can inherit a quality without it technically being blood, you know, like you can show someone a quality and they can want it too and they can do it, you know, so tell me like what qualities do you have that you want to pass on? I know you have good ones. You do. So please email them to me at the lion's nest podcast at gmail.com. In the show notes, there's my email. Click it. Email, copy and paste it. <laughs> Go to my Instagram, the lion's nest podcast. Lion's nest. Okay, I'm sorry. The lion's nest podcast dot podcast i put a little period in there just so that it made it more legible but dm me comment on a post i want to hear it tell me your good qualities even if it's something you don't like you didn't know you wanted to pass on you know like you have good qualities it could be your blue eyes your sense of humor your work ethic your singing ability, any of it. Tell me about it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I will be here next week. Bye.